What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 24 of the Cash Money Gulab Podcast. Today, we're going to change it up a little bit, do something a little different than we usually do. Most people are on podcasts, they have a subject, they talk about it. So when somebody looks back, they could, um, you know, get some motivation or learn something and it kind of like general, a general topic. But today, we're going to be talking about what happened in the market today, the, the economy. What is the news of the day? March 25th, 2019, what's the news of the day, right? So let's get to it. So I'm over here looking at Google Finance, and one of the big news of the big news of today, should I say, is the Apple, um, the Apple event. There was an Apple event today, and it didn't wow. Like everyone is looking at this Apple event. So in the Apple event, they announced a new credit card. Now Apple is coming out with their own credit card. So it doesn't have any fees. It doesn't have any late fees. It doesn't have any fees at all. And it's going to be right on your phone. You could actually get a, you could actually get a physical card, credit card as well, which is made out of total titanium. But yeah, so anyhow, it's um, it just has a chip on it and your name. It doesn't have a code or anything. That's all stored in your phone. But the Dow Jones Industrial, which is a stock market, rose only 15 points a day, which isn't that much, because Apple didn't wow. Just you know, they came out with Apple TV, which is like $10 a month. We already have, we already know Apple Music is $10 a month, but now they have Apple TV and now Plus, Apple TV Plus, should I say? And they also have Apple News Plus, which is they're all $10 each. So Apple's you know getting into different games. They're trying to make lots of money. You know that's a that's another. with these new things they're coming out with, and plus the credit card with the interest and stuff, they're going to probably make a lot of money, so Apple's just building, becoming bigger and bigger, controlling more and more. So that's one of the big newses, the big news of the today, and I don't know why I keep saying newses, one of the big pieces of news of today, and there's some other things, Um, so another thing is like the, I'm reading here on CNBC, is the bond market says not only is a recession coming, but the Fed will cut interest rates to stop it. And that is crazy because, you know, the economy has been going up for about 10 years now. Since 2008 was the, 2007 is the start of the Great Recession. 2008 was the lowest part of it where it was just brutal. And then obviously since then, you know, it was going slow. But for the, for, since 2009 to 2019, it's been 10 years and we had a massive expansion since that huge recession. So it's been 10 years and it's massive expansion. So, you know, everything is going up. And uh, the so let's just read a little bit about that here. The federal funds futures were pointing to a quarter point of easing Monday, as traders said. Scary signals continue to emanate from the bond market. So there's a lot of signals in the treasury and the bond market. The housing market especially. I, I see it a lot in California because that's where I'm here at. And so a lot of people are expecting a recession, right? If you all remember back to December of 2018, not too long ago, three months ago, it was the worst month and most worst December ever in the stock market. It was down, oh man, it was, it was down a lot. It was down like 15% or something like that. I don't have the numbers with me right now, but 
it was a, it was a, everyone was scared. Okay, so December went down humongously, and we thought, okay, is this the start of the recession? Is the start of another crazy recession, right? And but then it started going back up, and then January, February, March, it's been going up, back up again. So. You know, everyone's always wondering, when is this recession going to hit? Some people think that we're in it already right now. And so the Federal Reserve, they were going to raise, they raised the interest rates a couple times. And the interest rate is what you buy a house on, you know, like what the Federal Reserve gives to the, the bank. The Federal Reserve makes the money. They give it to the bank and they have an interest rate and then the bank gives it to us, right? So that federal interest rate is what the Federal Reserve charges the banks. So they raised it a couple times last year, and they said they were going to raise it two or three times in 2019, which now they're saying that they might not raise it at all because that's a warning that there might be a recession. So there's the stock market's going up, and then bonds and treasuries and the housing market says different things. And also since the stock market's been going up so much that people are wondering... Is it, is, has it went up too much? Is it time for a recession? So a lot of people, you know, are worried about that, which we should all really be worried and prepared for a recession at all times. So that's another piece of news today. Let me see what it says here real quick. Another sign of Angus. Traders were also watching the 10-year tr- um, yield Monday, the Treasury yield, as it slid below 2.4% and where the federal Fed funds rate is at. The two-year is at 2.24%, which is below that level. So that's part of the news today as well. And so why I just take a little break from looking at the news here, I'm just saying, like, I don't know if this is a great idea. I'm still wondering, but I'm trying to make podcasts every day. and We don't know what to talk about. So if you just talk about what's happening during that day, you know, this is Monday night, so at 9 o'clock p.m., so you're probably going to be watching this on Tuesday. So all this news is from yesterday. So it's a day behind a little bit. But I'm trying to give the inf- some information so you guys can hear and know what's going on. Instead of going and looking for it and stuff, I can bam, give it to you right here on this podcast on the Cash Money Goulash Show. And we're not going to be doing this all the time. We're going to try to switch it up to so keep you guys interested in new subjects and a bunch of different stuff. So that's what we're doing. And uh, let's see here. Let's go back to this news right here. I'm on Google Finance, just looking at the the um, the headlines, pretty much, right? So there wasn't too much noise in the stock market today. It was pretty much even. 15 points up to me is pretty much even, right? Stocks in Japan rebound following early tumble amid global growth worries. So if the United States, if we go into a big recession. Obviously, most likely going to take all of the world with us, and it's going to maybe be a, a huge world slowdown, which is good for a lot of different things because, you know, shit, it's not good for a lot of people's bills and job market and all this stuff, but it's good in a sense of slowing down inflation, getting prices cheaper, and getting back to a normal level, right? So those are some news right there. You know, let me check the Wall Street Journal here. Let's see what they got to say. So here I am, I'm just checking out this. Here we go. Wall Street Journal. Let's see what's happening there. All right, so you got uh, pop-ups. Do you ever go, don't you just hate pop-ups? Don't you just like wonder why people have pop-ups still? Um, So anyhow, here we are. Apple, you know, they're still talking about Apple because that's a big big news. When you're a huge company like Apple is, they were the number one company, the first company hit a trillion dollars worth of um, 
of worth. Like the company was worth $1 trillion. And they're the first company to do that. So they're huge, the hugest company of all time. And then they keep battling back and forth. Amazon will take them. Um, Microsoft took first, I think, for a while there. And, you know, they can, it depends on what the stock price is and the value of that, right? And so Apple is a huge company, and they're trying to find growth. When, you know, a company's stock and business grows, goes up when you grow, you want to grow. So Apple is seeking growth, and that's why they launched a slate of new services today at their event. And every it wasn't like wowing the world. You know, back in the day, they wowed the world with the i the iPod, and they wowed the world with the iPhone, and they wowed the world with the iPad. Now they got a credit card, so who knows? Oh yeah, here's another little uh, quick uh, title uh, headline that I seen today earlier. Lyft. Lyft is not its IPO in its initial public offering, which is IPO initial public offering is expected this week, right? So that means Lyft is going to be on the stock market. You can buy into Lyft, which is great because, you know, Uber and Lyft are the two companies that ride share. And I really think it's a practical business model. It's very practical. I think it will grow as time goes by and Lyft and Uber, I think are great companies to invest in, in my opinion, but what do I know, right? Because sometimes a great company will still have a stock that doesn't go up. But anyhow, the headline reads here on the Wall Street Journal, Lyft leading wave of startups that will make debuts with giant losses. So what does that mean? Uh, with its, let's click that one, because that was pretty good. There wasn't that much news today, so that was, the Apple thing kind of took it up. But Lyft, I've been very interested in the IPO, which is going into this, the market this week sometime, right? So Lyft last year posted a loss. Lyft, Lyft last year posted a loss of $911 million. Wow. <coughs> I did not know that. Excuse me. And here we go with another pop-up. Okay. More than any U.S. startup have ever lost in 12 months leading to its IPO. So they could be losing $911 million for different reasons, but that's a lot of money. That's almost a trillion dollars right there. So they could, how do you lose that much and stay in business? Maybe they're growing it. Maybe, I don't know. Like, that is pretty crazy. I haven't really looked too much into that. So uh, let me just put that. They On Wall Street Journal, they make you sign up, right? <laughs> so we'll just go to a different website because fuck you guys. You gotta, they got to learn. People don't want to sign up to shit. They don't want free. You got to figure out different ways to make money. So Lyft drivers protest falling wages as executive drum up investors' money for $25 billion. Why you should let the Lyft IPO go by and grab it when it comes down. So let's look at that one. It came out 16 hours ago on marketwatch.com right here. So why you should let the Lyft IPO go by and grab it when it comes around again. Because, okay, so a lot, a lot of times when a IPO comes out, initial public offering, when a, a company comes from a private company and goes to a public company onto the market, the stock market, they, the, all the early investors will jump in. Let's say the stock comes out at 40 bucks. All the early investors will jump in and they'll jump it up to $60, $70 is everyone is first before the market even opens sometimes. And then when it does back in the day, when I used to have E-Trade 10 years ago or something, they would always get in first. And by the time I could even buy which is right when the market opens, it would already be up $30. It's, oh, it's gonna be IPO at 40 bucks. And by the time I even get a chance to get it, it's $70, $80. And 
and then the next few days it drops. So you automatically buy at a pop because the institutionalized investors got in first. And then what happens? Then I get in when it's already up after these big companies come, big huge hedge funds come and buy it up, raise the price. They already made money. Imagine that. They, before you could even get to it, it goes from 40 to 70. They already made millions and billions of dollars off this IPO. And then we come in and get it. And then, and then it drops a few days later. And then it goes back down to 40, 45. And then, then it kind of like settles off and goes from there with the news, right? And I see that happen a lot. So that's what, the, but sometimes it goes down, you know? If they lost 911 million, maybe they drop at 40 and they go down. But this saying here, marketwatch.com here, that maybe you should let it go by, let it do its thing for a week or a month or so, and then see what happens. And that also happened with Snapchat is too. Like it, it rose a lot and then it went all the way back down. But I don't really think Snapchat is as practical as Lyft, right? So the usual pitch here says for initial public offering of a technology stock like Lyft is that the company will make the world better and make tons of money doing it well. In other words, by doing good, right? And some of that's true with Google and like their IPOs and other ones like Lending Club. They've been dub as easily spotable problems in their business models. Um, let me see here. Just reading this a little bit. A chance, a chance to do cars. We have the opportunity to deliver the largest shift in society since the innovation of the car, CEO Logan Green says, and the company's video roadshow, right? So Lyft's core idea isn't that it's a useful way to get a ride home when you're drunk too much. <laughs> that, that is what a lot of people use it for, probably. You, know, you need to ride home when you're drunk. Or when you're a college kid or something like that, right? So, but the average car spends nine, 90, the average car spends 95% of its time just sitting there. Okay. So you're using the car, but 95% of the time your car is just sitting there. So why would you need to go buy a car when it's sitting there 95% of the time? Might as well just use Lyft. And that makes a lot of sense. Cars like might be a thing of the past. We used to buy them. And maybe like even Grant Cardone says with the housing market, don't buy houses, rent where you live. Well, Maybe that's what it's doing with the car now. It's crazy. Just like the, the technology of the world and how it's trans, transforming into a different world. It's crazy. But transportation costs the average household about 9500 a year. Wow. Most of it from monthly payments, insurance, gas, parking, and all that rest of that stuff for a car. So you're spending, people are spending a lot of money on a car, right? And... Maybe it's not worth it. Maybe it's, you know, if you're spending $9,500 per year and your car is sitting there 95% of the time, well, maybe it's better just to use, don't even buy a car at all and use Lyft. And what happened, maybe say it's spending $9,500, you're only spending three, $4,000 a year, right? And that saves you thousands of dollars. And then it helps Lyft become, um, now you're spending that money into Lyft instead of your own car, right? So that's that makes a lot of sense there. And, uh, since cars are a one trillion market, including those other expenses, Lyft says displacing that is a huge opportunity. All right, so, but is America ready to give up its family car? I don't know if everyone is or older people are, but maybe a lot of new millennials and younger kids are more open to it. I'm 35 and I know I'm open to it. And especially if they get these uh, self-driving cars, that'd be so awesome if you just, you know, get, you don't even have to deal with somebody, you just get in the car, order a car, it comes to your house, picks you up, drives you where you need to go, and you don't even need to pay anybody, right, that'd be awesome, so that's what kind of what I, I would like to do, I, I'm very interested in that, and I, 
I'm not seeing where they lost $911 million, like I was talking earlier, but you know, maybe you could research that yourself, but we're not going to go too much into that into this episode today of um, the Cash Money Gulag Show. But yeah, so we're a 20-minute ride to the airport costs $50, and rides around town are expensive enough to make my careless kid who goes to school there pay big services for charge Uber Eats Plus delivery. Just last night, in fact, Uber charged him $10 in fees plus tip to deliver $6.69 worth of McDonald's. Right, so the people um, getting a ride would have cost more. So, you know, they're saying that he bought McDonald's for $6.69. He paid $10 in fees, which is $16, right? But if he would have drove there, it would have cost more in the Lyft, so I'm thinking. So, I don't know. Lyft says, Lyft itself says only 1% of passenger miles are traveled through on-demand apps. So, basically, in the world, all the miles of passengers that are driving... Only 1% are done through Uber and Lyft, right? So they got a lot of expansion that we could grab, and maybe it's going to be a great company to look at, you know? So that's just another thing that we're in. I'll talk a little bit more of that later. But, you know, it's crazy. So they say that the cost of services for Lyft dropped 58%, so it's cheaper, down 62% in 2017. So the prices are getting cheaper, which is great. You know, uh, that's another thing, making more efficient and all that stuff. It would be cheaper and all that stuff. So that's just a little bit about the lift. And that's one of the things today since our IPO is coming out. That should be interesting. Should be really interesting. See what that stock does. I'm going to definitely keep an eye on that. And I can't wait till that comes out. I really don't have no cash in my, in my portfolio right now. I'm just, as you know, if you've heard, I've just been piling up on dividend stocks, right? So I have about $550 right now saved up. I'm building up with my income at work through my construction business. Um, saving up and I have about 550 now. Around two weeks from now, I should have a thousand bucks in there. And I could buy some Lyft stock maybe as a, but right now I'm trying to get just the income stocks of dividends because Apple and Ford have huge dividends, six to 7%. So I've been doing that a lot. But you never know. I might buy a little bit of Lyft and just let it. I don't really have that much money in there anyhow. So maybe I'll just keep piling the dividend stocks. Maybe I will buy a little bit of Lyft. I'll let you guys know on the podcast for sure. And let me just go. Here I am back at the Wall Street Journal looking at other things. Um, They just have a lot of top news. Here we go. McDonald's buys Israeli digital startup dynamic yield. So McDonald's bought Israeli or buying Israeli dynamic yield a bid to improve in-store ordering and online marketing at the burger giant. So that's fun. McDonald's, you know what they're doing? They're trying to automate it. You know, people cost money and they're one of the huge company. So in order for them to grow, what's a great way? Get rid of your employees and get it automated. That will cut costs. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't like that, but with a big giant like that, it's going to happen. I, I just think it's inevitable. A lot of people are like, oh, you're going to lose all these workers. Well, that's the way the world's going. You got to figure it out. You know, there's still going to be an economy in the world. So you got to figure out. You can't be making burgers now. You got to start your own brand or something, right? So there's another article here. What's behind collapsing bond yields? Lower rates expectations that we talked a little bit earlier about the bond. Lower rate expectations from the Federal Reserve are playing a role in sliding yields. But so are investors. Fears of getting hit by the unexpected. 
So there's a couple more we're on, we're about in here. It wasn't too big of a busy day, so we're, we're almost done with this little podcast. So just so you guys know, and um, that's pretty much it right here. There's just a bunch of other news. A lot of things like the Apple TV and card came out. That was a huge thing today, but it wasn't a big wow or big thing, right? So that's pretty much it, right? Um, and then they got another thing here. Uh, one of these, another guy, I don't know who he is. I lost his name here, but he got in trouble for fraud, which that happens. And... Let's see. Chicago Fred Fed Federal Reserve President Evans doesn't see rate rise until second half of 2020. So he doesn't think that they were going to raise the rates, like I was saying earlier, a couple, three times, two or three times this year, 2019. Now he doesn't see rates rising until the second half of 2020, which means that means the economy is going to slow down a little bit, which is kind of scary. But you never know with Trump and everything he's doing, like. He's going to try to keep it going as much as possible because he wants the election, you know. He try not to have no recession until that election comes, per, you know. So, that's a, he's going to do everything he can to keep that because he can brag about it. Brag about the economy. I did such a good job. The best ever, right? So, and a couple days ago, Trump blocked the planned North Korea sanctions. That's just kind of like... That doesn't really have to do anything with what we're doing. So, yeah, that's pretty much it right now. Let's look at the business section of the Wall Street Journal here. Be... Okay, here's the name. Avianti charged with attempt extortion from Nike and bank fraud. I don't know who that guy is, but I guess I should look about that. And that is pretty much it. That's all the news of the day. So, yeah, so that's today's news. And... That's what I'll just stop at right there. So basically what we're doing here is on this podcast, you know, I was trying to go a couple podcasts back. I think this is number 24 on podcast 21. I was saying I'm going to make a podcast every day. And then I stopped and I made two in a row and that kind of stopped because I'm still trying to get so much stuff down. Personal development. I'm trying to personal development, trying to get my health in order, try to learn more and do more things. I'm also trying to make content and run a construction business. So I'm doing all these things and it's very hard. So I did I didn't actually post one every day, and then I finally posted one, number 23, episode 23, yesterday, and today's episode 24, so I'm going to try to, I'm not going to promise I'm going to post them every day, but I'm going to try to post as much as I can, and all I want to do is bring money knowledge, bring knowledge to you guys, try to learn, show you what's going on, get my take into things, and maybe you guys could just get a little bit of knowledge or whatever, you know, like, or any little insights, and I hope just to help, like, that's all, I'm just trying to help everyone out. And eventually, I'm going to try to make like a little store, have some shirts being sold. I don't know if I'm going to try to get a charity to donate half the profits to. So then I can make some money, raise my, get my goal of becoming a millionaire, and then also help as many people, more people, because you can help a lot more people when you're a millionaire. But I also want to help charity along the way, too. I could help people out now. Like, even if I sold, let's say I'm making $10 profit on the shirt. And five goes to me, five goes to the charity, right? So if I sold 100 shirts, that'd be 500 bucks. It's not a lot of money, but it's somewhere to start. Just, you know, I want to help. I'm going to want to help give you guys information. I want to help charity. I want to do a lot of different things. And But first, I also got to get that that personal development. And so I'm doing a lot of different things. And I just want to let you guys know that. And I want to keep consistent and keep giving you guys 
um, content to listen to and to watch and on my Instagram and on my YouTube channel and on my Twitter. So I'm always, always about that, the Cash Money Gulag platform. I want you guys, you know, you guys are my team. You guys are my, 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 uh, you're my, you guys will hold it together and you guys keep me sane. You guys keep me going. I really appreciate all you guys' support. And if you guys li- like what I'm doing, like, please just leave a review on my podcast, man. Like, that would be so great because that's what gets it up. And I'm going to try to keep this going up. You know, I'm just doing this off my phone right now. I want to get like mics. I want to get interviews. I want to do everything, you know? So it's like, but I'm still stuck in the daily grind of running this construction business, which hopefully this Cash Money Gulag brand and like I could find different ways to make income to supplement the, the, the construction industry. And eventually I could bring you even better material and more interviews. And I'm just going to try to keep building this, my brand. I've been doing it for a couple of years, but it's time to get it up to the, that level, you know, of greatness. So there's lots of things you know we could talk about. We could talk about stock market. We could talk about the industry. We could talk about business. We could talk about Bitcoin. We could talk about money markets. We could talk about so many different things. We could talk about investing, some student loan debt, like whatever you want to talk about. Leave it. Leave me a DM and Instagram. Let me know what you want me to talk about, and I'll talk about it. Right. So that's it. That's it for this podcast. Please leave a five star review. That'd be awesome. Until the next episode, which is hopefully tomorrow. Hopefully I I don't fucking flake. And do it Wednesday. I need to do it tomorrow, Tuesday. So, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Until next episode 25, talk to you then.